Hello, and thank you for joining us on Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Women Living Intentional, a group created for those who are looking and ready to live in purpose. Now over to your host, Tayani Tellis. Hello, and welcome to Posh Talks Podcast, where living intentional consists of high vibes and posh lifestyles. I'm your host, Tayani Samira, and today's episode is Get Advice and Build Your Brand with CEO Maddie J. Maddie J states, my story is one of simplicity. Why do motivational speakers in traditional schools steal money from people by offering overcomplicated information that does not create action and is not applicable in the digital age? Once God allowed me to experience what actually works and how simple it was, I had to share. Hello, Maddie J, and thank you so much for being a part of today's episode. How are you? I'm very blessed. Thanks to God, Elohim. Thank you for allowing me to join the podcast and share some of the things I've experienced in my business journey. Yes, yes. I really can relate to your statement. There, And I feel like there are a lot of approaches, systems, and processes that people use to overcomplicate information, and ultimately is not a method of true success. So with that being said, we'll jump right in. Can you tell us a little bit more about your journey in entrepreneurship and how you got started? Absolutely, absolutely. So um, I really started off when I was in high school. In high school, my parents did really – it was a struggle to get money for extra activities or snacks in school for my Nigerian parents. They always wanted me to wash the car before I got $7, which is understandable, right. but I, I wasn't about that life at that time because I didn't understand its value, unfortunately. So I decided to start selling candy in high school. Um, a very familiar story for a lot of entrepreneurs in their early life, selling candy in high school. Um, that became really big to the point where my nickname was then called uh, Candyman. I then transitioned from... <laughs> selling candy in high school after I graduated. I'm not going to be selling candy on the street. So right. So a new skill set, which was um, promoting parties. The parties that I wanted to attend, I didn't want to pay for it at the door, so they told me, oh, you, maybe you can start promoting. You'll get free access to all the top 18 open parties, and that's actually right. what I did. And I got really good at it. Um, my name was on all the flyers, and I became known throughout um, Southern California and, and Hollywood area. Right, okay. Of course, the question is, how did that transition to where I'm at at Agricale? Well, what happened was there was no money in promoting. The people who make the money in um, the promotion business is the club owners, right? They make the money from the bar and all that good stuff, the entry. Um, And I was actually the one packing out the clubs. So instead of complaining, I just tried to figure out a different way to generate more cash flow because I now have bills. I no longer live with my parents. So I decided to pick up the trade of graphic design. So instead of having graphic designers make the flyers for my event, I learned how to do it myself, and then I start charging other promoters the design. Um, And imagine I'm doing two flyers a a day, seven days a week, charging $60. I was making a, a good amount of money for not having that many bills. Right. Um, yeah, so after I picked up the trade of graphic design, I then learned how to do web design. This was back in the MySpace days where everybody was <laughs> making their own profile, learning code, all that good, right. good stuff. Yeah, That's when everybody that was a coder. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> picked up that trade, and I, then I start offering my because I got really good because that's all I was doing. I was on the computer all day, right? So after right. I got good at it, I start offering my services to celebrities. Internet made it real easy for you to get in contact with people with influence, and that's one of the things I respect about the internet, especially right. in the earlier stages around 2009, 2010. Everybody was able to touch any celebrity, so I, I was able to communicate with Soldier Boy about right. helping him make his website for free. So I offered my services for free, which was super important because I knew the value I would get in return, which was him letting all his hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of followers mm-hmm. know that I make uh, websites and mixtape covers. So I right. built a relationship with Soldier Boy through that. Waka Flocka, Pretty Ricky, Bow Wow. These are all the top names at that time that was killing the game. Mario, right. I was doing all their, their artwork for free in exchange of everybody, um, them letting people know that I was the one doing it. I became an influencer through that, actually, through my design work. Right. That allowed me to start my own business. A lot of people don't realize that graphic design is like the gatekeeper for all business owners. In order for a business right. owner to succeed, graphics are important. So all these different business owners are coming through me to help with their businesses, I ended up starting my own clothing line because I knew how to do graphic design, right? right? So I started my clothing line. It blew up. I'm doing thousands of orders a day out of my house. I have pictures on my Instagram. If you scroll all the way back to 2010, I have hundreds of orders in my bed, hundreds of orders downstairs, shipping it out myself. I knew how wow. to promote really well, but I didn't know how to run and manage the business itself, customer support. Right. Shipping and fulfillment. Uh, I knew marketing. That was easy for me. But handling the back end stuff like order fulfillment, inventory management, all these different things that nobody ever really teaches about, I failed miserably. Yes, I had mentors, but I was so arrogant. I was making all this money. I was making more money than my mentors. I didn't receive their their guidance properly. They told me I should scale down. I wasn't listening to that. I was just making all this money. But the problem was all the money I was making that was coming in was going right back out because I was making horrible businesses. And once yeah. I humbled myself to, to the, this fact, I then transitioned to becoming a consultant. Because as a consultant, my job is to make sure, my responsibility is to make sure that people don't go through the same mistakes that I went through. So when it comes to the people building their businesses, there's a lot of things that they don't know to ask. So right. I realized through my experiences that i my biggest value that I provide are some of the, the the troubles or the roadblocks that they might not even see coming. I prepare them for that uh, by asking right. the right questions, understanding their business, understanding, most important, understanding what they truly want in the end. Um, but yeah. it's, it's a struggle because sometimes a lot of my clients in the consulting business, they don't actually know what they want. So my job also yeah. is to provide opportunities to let them know what options that, that exist right. outside what they're familiar with. And that's my yeah. that was my journey for the last almost ten years in um, yeah. business development as far as building businesses for myself and primarily building businesses for other people. But right now, I, I dabbled I'm dabbled in the rental industry right now. <laughs> yeah, I and rent, you're killing I, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks to God because of my experience and becoming a consultant, you learn business from every industry, right? You learn how things work in every industry, and you just accumulate all this information and knowledge and tasks, tactics that I apply to every business that I build now. So that's why I'm able to grow really quickly 
and scale really rapidly because of all the information I've acquired be, becoming a consultant. So I'm on Airbnb and Turo renting out condos and luxury vehicles. And one of the best things I, I thank God for in this new ventures are the ability for me to be able to hire people. My other right. businesses through marketing, it didn't really allow me to do so because it was easily managed by myself sitting on the computer. But running an offline business, you definitely need a team. I'm realizing the importance of teams, having a team, having leadership, communication skills, all these different um, characteristics that's necessary for the business to, to really grow uh, long term. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I think what I respect most about your journey and just hearing it is that you use your mistakes, you, you use what you've seen was opportunity to leverage you to that next level. And I think um, even for this podcast today, I want a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, to understand that sometimes it doesn't take recreating or creating something that's new. You just take what you have learned and, right. you know, have value from that and sell that. Like Absolutely. a lot of people try to go out here and try to, you know, create something that has nothing to do with or relatable to what they even are offering that it gets confusing and it's hard for them right. to sell. So for you it sounds like you kind of took one thing and made opportunity off the next. Right. Exactly what it is. I'm glad you – you realize that because I didn't even realize it until I started doing interviews with influencers right. like yourself. But I'm like, I'm talking. I'm like, dang! I never woke <laughs> up and said I want to sell candy. It just right. the opportunity presented itself back to back to back to back to back to the point where I'm doing all these different businesses, <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's it's a real blessing looking back at it. Yeah, From, and it all makes sense. So I guess that leads me. Um, to the next question, and you kind of answered it, but what motivated you to even get in this field of work? Was there, like, a particular need, or you felt it was more so spirit-led? I know you said, like, with the candy, it was money. But after that, right. was it just, like, you saw opportunity, or was it just, like, right. something that you felt like was your purpose? Right, right, right. So as I get, got older, especially in my spiritual journey, I started to realize that money is really not um, – a fulfillment of happiness at all. Um, right. People say this all the time, but I don't think they really believe it in their hearts. Once I really realized that money is meaningless in the context of it's not going to get you um, where you need to be spiritually, I really right. focused on what my purpose is on this earth and um, and how can my business help me with my spiritual journey. So right. with my businesses, for example, the rental car business, of course, the cars are flashy and luxurious and all that good stuff, but um, I'm, the biggest value I receive out of it is getting to meet and network with certain type of people. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm a full-time gospel worker, so in order for me to evangelize to certain type of people, you have to be in certain type of businesses, right? right. In order for me to evangelize to nurses and doctors, I need to be in the medical field. Um, yeah. that's, that's basically what I'm realizing through my, my mission with this business. Um, cause money right now, does nothing for me. It got to the point where having extra money, it's like, it's, I'm over it now. Right. So I'm really trying to extract what type of value I can receive outside of monetary. And the biggest yeah. thing is relationships, having relationships and helping other people and yourself grow, um, characterized. And I'm growing a lot. Right. Being with being around different type of people. Yeah, I love it. I love it. 
Yeah. So, I mean, like, what are some areas that you see a lot of startup companies need to put more focus on or into when it pertains to, like, their marketing or their branding? First thing, for sure, without a doubt, personal development. Building okay. your character, humbling, humbling yourself to realize that you realize what we lack in personally. Because whatever we right. lack in personally is going to exude on somebody else, your business, employees, your team, members. That's why I feel like a lot of businesses are truly failing at heart. And that's, all, that's my physical answer. My spiritual answer is not having God being their, their angel investor or co-signer, or, or CEO. But I understand not everybody has a spiritual journey, but if I had answered, those would be my two answers. One, not having personal development, and two, not having God guide you, trusting people online um, who just handle their customers in a way where I'm thinking to myself, like, Man, like, do you know how much business you are losing just by your attitude, you know, right. even just with, like, blasting people. And it's like now you have right. created, like, you know, yep. Yep. this energy yep. where people are, you know, they're scared to purchase from you because they feel right. like if they do a dispute or they, you know, complain right. about something that you're going to put them out. So exactly. I definitely think that's key. You hit that on the yeah. head. Like, I agree. <laughs> right, right, right. So, and we just need, as consultants, we just need to show them the what the better way to handle things. Because I understand why they, some people do it. They just right. don't know that it's wrong. I, I don't think I don't think people are, like business owners that are struggling with fulfillment and shipping out orders on time or quality control, I don't think they're doing it maliciously. They right. Just probably, they're growing fast, faster than they expected. They don't have the right amount of team mm-hmm. and support. So they get frustrated. Stop DMing me. My DM box is not for business. <laughs> I've seen it all before, and I, I get it, but we, as, right. as business leaders, like yourself, we just need to show them what's the best way to how to handle situations under stress. Yeah. That's definitely not definitely. it. Blasting people will never be it. Yeah, and I always encourage people, like, do, like, hire people for the things that you don't love. Like, I know for myself, I'm not a big, I'm not big into, like, the media outreach part of my business. So I hired someone because I know I want to move away from things that frustrate me so I can focus on things that really bring me that joy and fulfillment. So if right. you know customer service is not your area um, and you're kind of hot-headed and not rational when complaints come up, maybe hire someone right. who, you know, has experience in putting out fires and customer right. service. That right. way, you know, your business doesn't go over or have a negative um, association with it just off of one experience. So, right, right, I definitely exactly. agree. Yeah, so, kind of support Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, I know you. Okay, so Maddie, um, I know we were talking about passion and purpose, and again, I know you've seen the memes about doing what you love because it brings you money, and I kind of have a different opinion on this. I feel as though your passion will leave you broke, but inspired, while your purpose is something that you are here to fulfill that ultimately will bring you those other desires. What would be your approach on this statement? For me, my approach would be that I would first have to understand what exactly passion is. So for me, passion right. is something that you that you love. Something that you, anything that you put your time, um, heart, energy towards is is your passion. But I also right. believe that a lot of us don't know what our purpose is. So we're we're walking around this world and business aimlessly, going in circles, not realizing it. 
So for for our purpose, once I feel like we need to first understand what our purpose is, and I believe it changes over time. Right. <laughs> I do believe that, it, of course, there's an ultimate purpose, but I think as time goes, we're going in different directions. But as long as we know the direction we want to go at that moment, we should have some type of passion for it um, in, the, in the sense of realizing its value. Right. I believe that if we don't realize the value of something, there's no way we're going to have any, put any heart into it. I do believe no matter what position, whatever, what job somebody works at, no matter what city they're in, they can turn that project into a passionate project once they realize its value. Um, right. And that requires a lot of humility, the mindset of a, of a servant, but also not just a mindset of a servant, but the mindset of an owner, having those mindsets no matter what position you're in. So a lot of the people on my team from my my car rental company, they currently have the mindset that they own the cars. They own right. the property. And when they have that mindset, they have more passion towards it. They care more. They have more empathy, more mm-hmm. initiative. They have all the qualities of a leader when you have a certain type of uh, a mindset. So right. that all comes down to uh, um, one word, care. Do you care or not? <laughs> but that, that is contingent on whether you know its value or not. So people right. at McDonald's, they don't realize its value. The ones that are complaining, they don't realize the valuable situation they're, they're in, right? But if they compare right. their situation to somebody who doesn't have a job at all, then they have to realize, wow, at least I have a job. But not even just by, like, just by saying at least I have a job. Not only do you have a job, you work for the number one burger company in the world. McDonald's. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, a different, that's a different type of mindset. I don't work right. at McDonald's. I work at the number one burger fast food company in the world, and I'm at I this location. Hey, right, and I work at this location <laughs> so I can learn the process on how this company became so huge. Hundreds of thousands of retail uh, stores worldwide. How did they get to that level? Because I want to get to that right. level. Let me find out by working inside grassroots. I can start right. at the Genesis position. I can start at the at the drive-through. Wherever you are at in that position, you should be teach it, basically yeah. learning the process so you can apply it to your business. Yeah, because ultimately, like, even McDonald's has all of the same departments if not more as a Fortune 500 company. It's just not, of course. you know, internal. It's one of those things where, you know, you can learn. So if you're trying to go into the marketing field, Talk to someone or try to get that connection or, you know, build that relationship with someone who can teach you because, you know, skills skills can be taught. And I definitely agree with um, the statement that you said. Like changing your mindset about even your job, like where you're working, and use it as an opportunity to leverage you in yes. whatever career path. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's what it comes down to no matter where you're at. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm loving this conversation. So, like, what approach or advice could you give someone who is trying to grow a strong brand presence? After doing huge personal development, you start to attract the right people around you. So the answer to that specific question would be having the right team, having the right environment that can help mold the the aura, the Mm -hmm. motivation, help always have that passion candle lit because that passion goes up and down daily. Right. <laughs> right? You can have all the passion. <laughs> everybody right. has all the passion in the world in the beginning. 
They right. got all the all the passion, but that momentum starts to die off naturally, as it should, because those up, ups and downs allow us to. That's what allows us to grow. And and right. I realize doing all these different businesses that there will be ups and downs in every business, no matter how smart you are, no matter how much money you have, how much money you don't have, no matter who's mm-hmm. on your team, there will always be some type of problem that God wants you to be challenged through to solve. Um, so yeah. to answer that question, the team, the team, the team. But a lot of people have been broken relationships, so they don't, they don't, they have, then they have trust issues on who they want to partner with. And they become greedy. They don't want to give out a certain percentage because it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> so many different variables and factors in business. I'll go crazy talking about it right now. But right. like a real simple generalizer is having the right people on your team with the same motive. Yeah. Same motives. Not ulterior motives, same motives. Right. Right. And, I mean, even just something like that and a statement like that, I know some people are like, well, how can I, like, identify somebody's true intentions? Is there, like, a specific right. training? Right, right, right. See, that's a business in itself. Whoever's listening, they need to be able to say, I'm going to train people on how to become better team members. Right? right. Of course, there are services out there, but you don't really hear too much about it. Right? People, a lot of people don't know it exists. How do I become a better communicator, right. a better team member? Those are services that really people need to really invest into because <laughs> communication and, and unity is core for true success. Unity is super important. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, what about those who have no money for trying to market a brand, a brand? Like, what approach could they take? Right, there's an approach for everything, right? As you know, right. um, there's an approach for zero dollars. There's an approach for thousands of dollars. Approach. It's just going to be a mm-hmm. slower process depending on how many resources you have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Damon John has a book. Mentor has a book called Power of, of Broke. Right. Um, and the the essence of that that book is allowing people to realize that you actually become more creative when you don't use mm-hmm. or you don't have any money to spend. Right. A lot of people don't realize the power of relationships, the power of just talking and asking without even having to spend a dollar. Of course, yeah. some people may want money, but some there's people out here who will do it for free, right? Like right. The government, the government, people don't know about the government giving thousands of dollars in grants to business owners that fit certain criteria. Mm-hmm. So money should, will never be an excuse. It just helps with how fast things get done. Right. 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 So basically, like, and there's a lot of things that you were mentioning because I love to read. And I really love that you touch on teams and, you know, getting creative because I don't know where, like, this overnight success, you know, thing started or came from. But a lot of people think, I guess, like people and clients and customers are just going to fall in their laps because they have nice colors, they have a nice website, you know, their presence, you know, makes people want to keep scrolling. But ultimately, I feel like, you know, you also in some type of way be a brand because I feel like people buy people now more than they do products. So how do you feel about that? Right, right, right. That's 100% true. And the reason why people always have that overnight celebrity or success perspective mm-hmm. is because as business owners, we're not documenting the behind-the-scenes like we should. Right. A lot of people are scared to share the game or they don't have the, the – they have the time. They just don't know its value. With me, I document right. everything. 
from the beginning right. to the end, and people love it. They respect it, mm-hmm. and they realize that, dang, there's a lot of hard work put into this. It's not just lift and glam or it's not always sweet, um, but that, that right. key piece is just documenting everything right. from the beginning to the end. No, yeah. no, no fluff. Straight, right. raw, behind the scenes, this is where I'm at, guys. I'm about to close this, try to close this deal. This is my plan. Wish me luck. I'll get back with you guys in 20 minutes. Instagram right. made it so easy for us to share our what? Our story. Yeah. Facebook, we're sharing our story. It's, it's real easy. We don't have to pay a photographer or a videographer no more to follow us on our journeys no more. We can literally just right. vlog. We can right. vlog out and document everything that we're doing. And right. it, it's not just for the people. It also helps ourselves as well because when people ask us, yo, how did you build this business, we can simply show them how we did it versus giving them some yeah. fluff information. Like, you just got to work hard. No, this is how I did it. Yeah. Here's the video. Or here's yeah. the, the list of things I wrote down while I did it. Yeah. Um, so you created, like, that sense of comfort for people who are working with you because they see that, you know, things get thrilled, but you also get through. And, right, you know, right. you're – yeah, you're decreasing that anxiety for him. That's exactly it. I like that. I like that. Decreasing yeah. the fear, anxiety, mm-hmm. and let them know that maybe I can do this. That's, yeah. that's what it is right there. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So you mentioned, like, even on your site, that your life goal is to honor God, impact lives by developing brands that help upgrade the quality of mindset circle of friends, time, energy, finances, looks, styles, health, fitness, and most importantly, spiritual faith. I mean, we right. do ha- we don't have to go through all of them, but I right. would like the top one or two. Why do you feel like these play such an important role in business? They all are attached to each other like a web. So without one, right. the other one's expected. Um, the top two, of course, obviously, is personal development, and the top one is, for me, is, me personally, is my relationship with the God that I believe in. Right. Um, because the God I believe in is the one who sets the instructions for me. It's the right. foundation of how I'm supposed to think, how my morals are supposed to be, how I'm supposed to conduct myself. That's the key piece because if I'm not using the, a higher power, I'm just relying on myself and everybody right. else. That's super important for me um, the, the, as far as the spiritual alley part. Um, the right. second part is me making sure that I'm actually developing myself and actually following those instructions, which is the personal development, I realized yeah. that if I didn't handle my personal finances correctly, my business finances was going to be mm-hmm. all the way jacked up. I knew that if I was mismanaging my health, my team members are going to be mismanaging their health. And why is that important? Yeah. They're mismanaging their health. They're going to be calling in sick, not as productive. Everybody mm-hmm. loses. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loses yeah. when we're not Definitely. all on the same page with our fitness, not just fitness, not just spirituality, but also the way we dress. How we dress yes. is huge. I wear suits. Yes. I know the difference from the day that I walk out and I wear a suit versus the day I walk out and I just I dress down. It's completely right. different relationships that I run into. Right. Every time I wear my suit, hey, man, what's, you, what's going on? What do you, you look good, man. What, what do you do? Every right. time. It's almost right. guaranteed. Right? Versus yes. I'm um, a regular down outfit, I'm, I blend in with everybody else. Right. Um, so, yeah, so that's how that, how that works. Yeah, um, and I love it because 
now what you're saying that it really opens up my perspective because even just I keep looking back at the word circle of friends because, you know, a lot of people, we already see the statement, like, you know, you are um, who you hang around and all of that, but I don't think people really understand that because if I'm hanging around someone who does, who's not goal-oriented, I now lose that accountability, you know, partner exactly. or, you know, friendship where it is a person who's like, who is goal work versus a person who's goal oriented and they're like, Hey, you know, that podcast, are you still working on it? Or right. you know, versus exactly. that friend so asking you to go out because they could care less about goals. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, people hear that you are the people you hang around with, they hear it all the time. People even repost it but they don't put it that it's actually mm-hmm. still the same people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it. And I because, understand why. It's, it's difficult to change yeah. up your service. Yeah, and I think people try to separate themselves. They're like, that's her, this is me, or that's him. Right, 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 exactly, (laughs) exactly, 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 exactly. My boy, new ACO, Justin Owens, he just posted a couple days ago. I called him after he posted. I'm like, yo, that was crucial. He mentioned that once you start working on yourself, you don't have to Mm -hmm. worry about cutting off anybody. They'll fall off themselves. You don't have to worry. Because a lot of people are scared of cutting people off. That's not the case. They're just naturally going to depart. Now, that's actually right. happened. When we're in high school, we naturally departed from some of the people that we're in mm-hmm. because of the, our lifestyles changed. We didn't call them and say, yo, I can't be friends with you no more. They just naturally right. departed <laughs> because we were going different ways. So right. I think people just need to just see more, uh, have more encouragement on doing that because some yeah. of the friends that we have in our circles are really tearing us to pieces, and we don't even realize it mm-hmm. when it comes to health taking us out to foods and eating foods we know we're not supposed to be eating, <laughs> going out to clubs, places that we're not supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. All those things are affected by our, our associates. Yeah, it's, that's so true. That's so crazy. Right, and I'm not trying to be guilty by association. Right. <laughs> Me the wrong people. <laughs> so basically what you're saying in a nutshell is focus on yourself and be the best version of yourself, and everything that's not attached to you will eventually fall off. Fall off and you attract the right people who are supposed to be with. Right. It's also simple. Yeah. <laughs> it's also simple, but I do know that most of the simple things are very difficult. That's why we got to work together. We need more people like you yeah. leading, encouraging, interviewing. Like, th- this stuff is supposed to be key. Right. We don't have people like you on major uh, television networks going in right. on these topics, and it it's kind of sucks. But anyway, yeah. everything's God's will. Yes, yeah. in God's timing, I agree. So, I mean, we're even just getting close to the end. But I just want to know, like, what market trends, if any, do you see happening that are game changers for entrepreneurs? That right there is a good question. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, game changers. Mm. So we talked about earlier, like, um, how – most of the opportunities that I received it wasn't because it was literally because it just popped up. So right. I, I rarely do any like forecasting, like yo, know, I think this is gonna hit. Mm-hmm. I usually capitalize off the of things that are already doing well, and I well, just do it right. better than everybody else that's currently in the market. That's really right. my specialty. Um, but as far as forecasting, I don't really like myself personally being early adopters of things. I like right. capitalizing of things that's already hit its um its threshold. Um, mm-hmm. But to answer your question, as far as anything I've noticed, 
nothing yeah. in particular comes to mind. I'm sure there's millions of things that are out there, and after you mentioned yeah. it, I was like, oh, yep, that is one right now. That's <laughs> what comes to mind. No, nobody's yeah. really capitalized off the things that already exist. That already yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, because I don't see 4G and I'm not really looking, like you said, because I'm kind of like you, just doing what works. Um, Right. But, you know, just like I know a lot of people, just talking to them in general with the IVTV and Facebook um, wanting to do a channel now, it's like all of these things I'm pretty sure people knew about. Um, but I just wanted to know, like, if there were any trends that you heard about that you see, like, entrepreneurs will start using and doing away with. But, like I said, I don't see any either. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, see nothing. Other than the, the stuff that we were already familiar with, the e-commerce, the sharing right. uh, the sharing platforms, teaching. I really want more people teaching, sharing right. their experiences in their game. That's really what I really want people to start doing. And it's more, it's, it's super profitable. To be right. able to teach people the things that you've experienced is a lot of money in that. Of course, it's not right. about the money, but people don't realize. I think that would be a motivator for them to actually start. Right. I agree. I agree. Teach and that game. is a trend, too, because a lot of people are now, I feel like that's a trend. I mean, it's been going on for a while, but people are just now understanding the value in teaching and even sharing stories, like you were saying, storytelling. Like, you're already on it, and you're – you've been transparent as long as I've been following you and connecting with you. So I think that could probably be a trend that's happening because a lot of people were not willing to share their journey. You know, they right, 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 right. that part hidden and the glitz and the glam and, you know, wanted to sell the hustle story for so long versus, like, the reality of what your journey really was. Right. So maybe right. that's something we can encourage people to do teach. You know, that's yeah. definitely what that needs to happen. Yeah, so if you could sum up your journey in one word, what would it be? Thankful. I'm thankful, thankful for God for putting me in these different situations, allowing me to realize the places where I'm lacking. Mm-hmm. I, I always look back at the time like, hey, I get why God put me in that position. I get right. it. I get it. And, and that word that sums that thing, everything up is thankful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I just want to say thank you again for being a part of this. Are there any last words or advice you would like to give? If no, how can they find you and support you? Any events that you have coming up? Just let our audience know. <laughs> All right. Right now, no events right now. Just simply uh, working on the foundations of the rental business. Um, right. Um, outside of that, I definitely want to encourage everybody listening to be able to focus on their spiritual thirst, whoever that deity or deities that might be. Might be. Of mm. course, put priority, basically I'm saying put priorities in order. Right. That's super important. So I do offer the opportunity for people to study with me. I host uh, religious studies um, every day throughout the week in Midtown Atlanta, a lot of people come out, they get new perspectives. Whether they agree or not, it's always a good um, opportunity to fellowship with people who have, um, who follow their beliefs, not just believe in something. Follow the beliefs is super important. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, outside of that, you can find me on Instagram, of course, at CEO Maddie J. And I'm, I'm really on Facebook. I'm just now getting back on Facebook. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, same thing with Twitter. I'm really like 
that's one of my the things I lack. When when I'm right. on one thing, I like to be on only one thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Primarily yeah. Instagram. Um, okay. I need to work on my website. So don't worry, don't you don't nobody have to worry about that. I'm working on it. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's basically it. So I want to thank you. I'm first going to give all thanks to God. I want to thank you for inviting me. Um, I yes. usually don't do interviews because I, I, I'm so tied up with the current projects I'm working on, but because you reached out, you didn't force the issue, you're humble, you've been doing this, I thank definitely you. had to thank do you. it. Thank you. Thank you, Maddie. Um, as always, I'm going to support you in any way that I can, and I definitely appreciate you for being a part of this. It has been a pleasure speaking with you. I mean, if no one feels motivated to get it done, then Jesus himself is going to have to come down, okay? Yes, so, well, listeners, remember to subscribe to www.intentionallypodge for upcoming episodes. Information on how to connect, how to support Maddie J will be available in the show notes. Remember, Posh Pass Houston tickets are still available at www.intentionallyposh.com. Join us August 2nd through the 4th, 2019, for a 48-hour retreat. You will not forget. This retreat is about coming as you are and leaving full. Also, take advantage of our one-hour strategy and planning calls by signing up today. This is the last month that we're doing strategy and planning calls. So use code Poshbox Podcast to receive a special discount. During this call, you will gain the creativity and clarity to launch your dream project, marketing strategies, and identifying market opportunities specifically tailored to your brand. Again, you can book online at www.intentionallyposh.com. Lastly, our 90-day dream course is now live. Sign up to receive private instance coaching as well as 24-7 support. You will learn how to ditch the worker's mentality, the key to running your business like a CEO, social media strategies, and lastly, when to scale, how to sell and grow. Remember, and we thank you again for listening. And until next time, have a high-vibe, intentional week. Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. And as always, have a high vibe intentional week.